Episode 4, From the Sidelines, coming to you live from the Mafia Production Studio. We got the boys, like always. Joining me first, Evan Fernandez. Duh, boys. What's good, y'all? What's good, mate? What's good, mate? Mate. Duh, boys. Um, I don't know why I'm talking like that. Uh, Steven Hatch, also joining us. Let's What's up, man? Let's go! Episode 4! We're on a roll here, buddy. We've been... Let's go! We've been moving through. I like it. And, uh, yo... Austin Kane, what's up, buddy? AK. What's going on? Episode four, that's my number. You know it's going to be a good one. You're, I thought, you're Your number's four? 47. Yeah, it's no, four. That's just, his gamer four. tag is just AK 47 inches. Yeah, everybody Dude, wants you should, the 47 nah, you, and so On some real shit, though, like you should actually change your uh, your number to 47. I, I've, I've said this to him before, God, too. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, okay. How many times have uh, we heard are, this? Oh, yeah, we're getting into this right now, dude. The amount dude, of let's... time I've heard someone say, hey, man, like, why don't you change your jersey? Dude, if I had a dollar for every time, I wouldn't have to worry about paying for paintball ever again. Yeah, $47 Damn. for the event. Yeah. <laughs> $47. <laughs> AK, $47. <laughs> able to one-case paint. AK, $47 to his name. Well, I mean, AK, you should be doing a little better in life now, bud. You got a new job. Yes, I did get a new job. So you're going to shout so... out where it's at? Uh, Damn, Evan. <laughs> we literally yeah, just Evan. talked about this. <laughs> just, uh, you don't have to if you don't want to, bro. Just... You know, I'm just, you know. He works somewhere. Good for him. Let's all give AK an applause. He's becoming a big boy. He's getting a job. I'm very proud of him. Hey, is this your first job? No. Mm. No, I actually worked at this place before. I might give it away. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you know, you know. Yep, it's one of those you know, things. You know for sure. You know. Well, congratulations, AK. I'm proud of you. You're uh, growing up. Thanks, bro. You're, You're becoming a man. Seven dollars. Right in front of our Let's eyes. Let's go. I know. My first check, dude. Dude, does did this you, mean you're gonna you play more poker now, AK? Oh, uh, dude. Um. Yeah, hey, at man. least consistently. Probably not. Probably the same amount. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. So keep week. keep the stakes the same, but. Yeah. Dude, one eight hundred one eight hundred gambler. GA, bro. Nah, dude. No, I win. 1 800 winner. All facts. Winners dude, are when us. Jackson Rancheria many, many moons ago was uh, 18, <laughs> 18 and up. Me and my friends, we would go and we'd play blackjack with like our fucking, like, we would save like our lunch money and any money we found and we'd go to Jackson Rancheria and play blackjack. That's some degenerate shit. We, dude, that is some degenerate gambler shit. And I'm so proud of you for it. Continue. <laughs> dude, we were like, we were like 18 fucking running around <laughs> playing blackjack. Dealers hated us. Did you ever have like Good a time. big win? or? Uh, the biggest win, I think, was maybe I think like 100 bucks, 150 bucks. About the time, man. I was going to say, when you're 18, that's that's a come yeah, up. Yeah, dude, that was a lot of money, yeah. Uh, I mean, that kind of actually <clears throat> goes into one thing I wanted to bring up. It's kind of in relation to last week's podcast. We were talking about, is paintball dying? Um, and we were talking about prize pools. That was one of the things that was brought up a little bit in that. Um, and I just wanted to bring up how, so I, I don't know how big you guys are in esports. Um, everyone kind of has their different thoughts about it. But one of the bigger games, uh, Dota, which is it's, it's kind of similar to League of Legends, if you ever heard of that. Um, I haven't even played it that much, so I don't know that all that much about it. But its prize pools every year are usually um, funded by the community. So Valve, the company that owns it, they'll put out on the Steam store like special, you know, 
um, like skin packs, you know, random stuff like that. And then as people buy them, a certain percentage of that, instead of going back to Valve, it goes into the prize pool. So in past years, you saw like uh, the international tournaments. That's like their worlds. That's their, you know, top tournament. Um, the prize pools were getting up there like crazy, like 20, 30, 40 million dollars. Um, which Jesus Christ. Yeah. Million? Yeah. Millies, like multiple of them. <clears throat> and because some of that was because Valve, the company who is behind it, is kind of, they're a very successful company. So they put some money into it. But then a lot of that was through the community funding um, efforts. So would that be something that you would ever think would help out in paintball? If maybe there was some way that like, I, I don't know, like outside funding could maybe help add into these prize pools or maybe not even that, but add into other things in paintball. I'm, I'm Why? I'm what? Actually... Well, I'll let go you ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I'm actually glad you brought this up because uh, my dad used to play back in the day and we were talking about it. And he said when he would go to tournaments, it seemed like, you know, is more funded off, you know, the fans or he keeps calling them groupies, but like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The people watching paintball, right? And the other, uh, another interesting thought with what you said about Valve, the thing is, right, you're talking about skins. Yeah. That's a really cool concept because they're actually able to, to get money for the prize pool without really giving anything right of There's course no, and that's uh, yeah digital they have to yeah. buy or you know what i mean stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah so, no and of course like something like that definitely doesn't just one-to-one -one convert over i just thought it would be kind of a good i, I don't know it, no, it was a cool I, idea I, and i thought it was relevant to I that mean, well, relation. Well, no, i agree i still think i still think you know what i mean something along those lines would make a huge impact for sure well, why would you even need outside funding? Like, what's stopping these major um, paintball companies like HK, GI, and fucking, I don't know, whoever else, from, let's say, at the NXL, you have, you know, X-Ball. Say you have Pro through, what, D4, D5? Do they have D5 X-Ball? They have D5 X-Ball now, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Pro through D5. Why don't all these companies pitch in and then um, throw some cash at first place winners for each division? Right, I, agree. I mean, dope. dude. I mean, with all the money that they're fucking making um, from like paint sales and all like miscellaneous gear, guns and stuff like that, why can't there just be a fat cash prize for each uh, first place winner in each division? I mean, that'll get more teams to play the NXL. I bet. Yeah, I guess maybe okay. the counter argument is then that's drawing more from the sponsors who are already paying a lot of money, um, like. I, most of the vendors who show up at events and stuff, they they pay a decent dime to help, you know, kind of fund the NXL, but also to have their, you know, banner and logo spread everywhere around the event. So it is worth it for them. Um, I, I, mean, I was kind of more like in, in the same in the same breath, though, like, wouldn't that if let's say if you were to offer those cash prizes for first place winners for each division, I mean, I would imagine the team the team um the team list would grow right so that'd just be more money in nxl's pocket if they can give them a little discount as far as setting up ben vendor booths and stuff like that um it would just kind of even out wouldn't it yeah no i mean you're not wrong this is kind of getting back to one of the arguments that we went into last week which is 
I, I think prize pools do help, but they're not the end-all be-all. Um, True. I also do think maybe that would be something, like the thought I was coming to my mind is like, how many shirts does the NXL sell at an event? They probably don't make a lot of money off that, but let's say they sell like a apparel line that it's like, hey, 20% of the proceeds from this goes towards the pro prize pool. That would be kind of dope. More people would buy it. Yeah, and it would be a dope merch shirt. Like, more people would buy it, so that's actually more people, you know, consuming merch. And, yeah, I I don't know. Even make them available online so people who aren't at the event can still feel like they're getting, you know, that shirt, that event's shirt. But also, like, hey, we're kind of help adding to the prize pool and, like, making this a little more exciting for whoever wins. Mm -hmm. True. Can can I bring up uh, one thing? Because Evan reminded me of it, and there's... uh... It was a story, and now I can say it because by HK. And uh, so when I was playing D4, um, we made it to, I think, what was it? It was Philadelphia, I believe, 2019. We made it to the finals, ended up losing, took a second. And at the time, we were a GI team, right? And everybody was wearing everything GI, except I think maybe two dudes uh, of the seven had spire loaders instead of the uh, level, which is a mm-hmm. piece of garbage. Not a fan of level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, and they, at the time, the way their Imperial program or, or whatever the sponsorship was, first place had all their paint paid for. I believe second place was supposed to be like half, and I think third was, you know what I mean, a, a quarter, whatever it was. Yeah, it kind of tiered uh, down. Shirts. Since we had two spires, they wouldn't cover any of it. And it's, what? it was weird, too, because the other thing I was thinking of, too, is, like, that's a smart program for them, right? Because the teams going deeper in the tournament that they're going to be, you know what I mean, helping are also buying the most paint because they're going the True. furthest. So... I thought that was a cool concept. I just want to bring that up. Just because you had two spires, like you guys, that's fucking retarded. Yeah, dude, it was bad. Like everything else, like everybody had grills. Everybody was wearing the glides. Uh, we had GI packs. You know what I mean? It's so everything. upsetting. You know, man, it, it, like it, man. That's it's tough, man, because the way those LVLs, uh, at least the way they were, I mean, they they went down a lot. So not was, even I, went down, imagine, but like. Just try to just make it fucking... to your first bunker exactly, <laughs> within attack. Yeah, but it's like if if like GI sponsored teams were able to go to the GI booth and be like, "Hey, my LVL's down. Like, I need a new shell or something or other." I mean, GI should just be able to be like, "Hey, man, like you're a sponsored team. You're making it on Sunday. Here you go. Yeah, Rock our shit." I mean, that would be sick. I guess that. That's a whole I mean, different conversation bad, because that's going into like what companies can provide for teams and like I mean yeah the point of I've, being a sponsored team you know what I mean oh no I I totally agree because like I I kind of think back to the you know the glory days the golden days of paintball dude sponsor booths used to be insane and like yeah they yeah. probably wasted a lot of money there so yeah we don't need to go back to that but at least having like some extra hopper shells so like if one yeah. of your team's players you know one of your sponsored teams even if it's a d5 guy comes over and he's like hey i would love to shoot your gear but i need this part do you have this part that would be probably a good thing to just have some of those parts on hand i 
I don't know. That that's my opinion on it, at least. I, I think, mean, especially uh, like GI has to know, like in terms of quality control, like at the time, they had to know that some of those loaders are. <laughs> you know I what think I mean? The word maybe sponsor is being thrown around way too loosely now. Oh, right? very yes. Like, what even like sponsors? Yeah, right. Like sponsor, when you think of like sponsor is a you, sorry. Don't want to no, cut you're you good. off. No, you're good. Let's hear. It remind me. It's like it's like our sponsorship now is, or like you know what I mean. All of them is like a fifteen percent off. You know I was I mean? gonna say you know, like yeah. there's a dirty like, little virtue, secret, but yeah. Virtue, when we were in GI, uh, GI Virtue used to do a bunch of deals, like super good deals, like buy two get one free, anything in the store, yeah. mix and match, like gnarly deals. And I haven't seen one of them for I think this whole past season. But that Virtue doesn't do that anymore. Uh, I haven't seen any I've signs seen. or anything like it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and I, obviously some of that's from the pandemic and just kind of the economic fallout of that. And that's, True. you know, Still that's going to take a couple years to kind of see that whole, you know, process kind of unfold. Um, yeah, no, I, I fucking completely forgot what I was going to say there. So that's fun. Well, oh, okay. yeah. It wasn't even about that. Yeah. It was just about sponsorships in general because like, you know, oh, yeah, okay, so let's say you get a, like, I don't know, I don't want to throw a company under the bus here, but let's say you're, like, a Planet Eclipse-sponsored team. You still are buying CS2s, you're just buying them at a little bit better of a rate. But it's not like your gear is sponsored from them, if that makes sense. Like, like you're getting, to you're me, sponsorship means either I'm... I'm providing you cash so that way you can go out and do this opportunity or I'm providing you with gear to help you in this opportunity. So yeah, I, it, it's just, it's just different. It, it, it definitely doesn't mean kind of what people think it does. Yeah. They no, used to give out cars. Bad. Yeah. Wait, what? Like, Planet Eclipse was giving cool. out cars? Like, I mean, no. some tournaments were giving out cars. That's what I heard uh, back in the day. That's like before the, my time. It wasn't yeah, some tournaments. Mustang. It was just a couple. Mm-hmm. It was the Spider Cups. Um, yeah, right. Greenspan was on the team that Spider. won like five different Mustangs. Yeah, Spider yeah, had its uh, own like massive tournament. <laughs> I remember hearing about those. I, have I remember not watching YouTube videos used. of them when I was a kid. Like, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but like 2011 or whatever, I was looking up a Phoenix, a Spider Phoenix. Mm-hmm. My uh, first gun, and I saw a video of it. Oh, it, it looked about... huge, like the event. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's it's funny. I had probably had a similar thing, but I had a Spider Victor, and so I think same shit. I was like looking up parts or something, and yeah, no, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it was yeah, a massive just event. Imagine, man. Like I like I wasn't around paintball back in those days, man. But like you think World Cup, World Cups nowadays, how like popping World Cups are right now. That used to be every event. No, and World Cup would be double that. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, World Cup. Yeah, like at this point, it has actually become quite a fun event. Like, there's a lot of people there. There's usually a good crowd on Sundays. Like, it's it's a if you can only go to one paintball tournament, go to World Cup. Easy answer. But if you think about it, like, multiply that by three and that was probably like 2005 2006 like those super heyday years that was like every event <laughs> that'd be that'd be ridiculous to be able to be a yeah, part that of shit. Yeah. It, it's so one of the you things look at pictures from those hunting the beach days oh, oh my, God. my gosh dude yeah. I, I i i i'm very sad that i was 
six years old or eight years old at the time most of that was happening. I've heard rumors of that. I've heard rumors that they're bringing it back, and it's like, for me, I'll believe it when I see it. Same exact yeah, thing. That's what I'm saying. When I'm actually when standing on a field at Huntington, then I will finally believe that we have another event at Huntington. But I, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. That was that was one of my biggest regrets not not playing one of those events, man. That was a was working one. Yeah, you had an opportunity, or I did. I played it. I played it. Damn. Damn. See that 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 would suck because like I didn't I just didn't even know about it so like I had no chance no opportunity to even go but damn but, but to be fair like at the time I was a, I was a kid I had no money so it's like I know, mean true what are you do? but now you're you know you, you regret that so I do regret that you I know had my mom take me and and that goes into a life pro tip you guys mama hatch still comes to events though sorry especially for you young guys don't live life with regrets. <laughs> thanks thanks boomer yeah, right. <laughs> that was a pretty standard uh life advice like shirt there no regrets no regrets send it Makes and then sense. get a tad of that and then spell regrets wrong and practice safe sex ak honestly don't do that abstinence. What? what abstinence bro did you just say that That's the one true way yeah you lost me yeah I'm, you guys lost me what what is that word I have no idea. That's what I thought. Sixth grade. Can I hear it in the sentence? <laughs> um, there <laughs> is an abstinence amount of apples. I don't. I don't uh, think that works like that. Does but that work? Okay. <laughs> All right. Fucking. Okay, right, get us off track. Right? Yeah, you guys. We're talking about abstinence of apples. I don't know what's going on. Um, one of the other kind of older topics I had before we get to some of the ones that have been brought up in the past couple of days. Um. We wanted to bring this up last show, and we actually didn't get to it. Uh, but Hatch, you were um, you sent me a message about this at least. It was uh, having the right attitude about paintball. Um, okay, I think uh, people just look at the sport right now, and it's like uh, kind of as like a joke, and it's like really sad that uh, something that I like so much is kind of looked at like that, right? Or it's like when people win like D five tournaments and. Uh, they're celebrating you see like people around and they're just like dude it's just d5 like are you serious it's like bro like that kind of attitude is what like brings everybody else down and it's like i think we just need to like celebrate those like little victories and stuff like that and just not i think everybody's just needs to not be a hater bro just, just so that many happen often? dude hell yeah are you serious dude i, I yeah i personally happens, never, never bro, seen that it. happens i've heard it all the time dude like when we won when we won uh sack Right, and then I'm kind of like walking around the pits, dude, and I forgot who it was. I'm not gonna name any names, right? But it was one of the semi-pro guys, right? And uh, he was like, "Bro, it's D3, relax." And I was like, "All right, buddy." Shit, my bad. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> it was Evan. No, that's, that's shitty, though. Right, so that's I'm just funny. like, I just think that we just need to have a better attitude about everything. Yeah, I, I, it's like, dude, it could be so much worse, dude. Right. Like one of my greatest inspirations, bro, VG. That guy's in a way harder situation than I am. Yeah. That guy. That guy comes to Sacramento. That guy comes to Sacramento just to play paintball with DMG, dude. That dude's commute. Columbia. I was gonna say it's from Columbia to Sac. <laughs> like, yeah, and the, dude, crazy, that yeah. guy. That guy has the best attitude I've ever even heard, bro. That guy. He does, man. That's the crazy like, part. It blows my mind. You'll, you'll ever meet. I sure. legit have never seen VG like upset at all. 
Like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, every time you see him, it could be 4 a.m. in the worst time ever. And he's like, how you doing, man? Hey, like, what's up, Ryan? And I'm just, dude, it's what's the up, best. Bro? Like, uh, dude, shout out Luis. I, he's one of my favorite people. I'm, I'm sad that he's back back home in Colombia, but I hope he enjoys that. With a big win. That's true. That's true. The tsunamis. Congrats to those guys. Shout out. That whole team's full of goats. I'm not going to lie. Like yeah, it's crazy. kind of a stacked roster for the Latin America. <laughs> like, the whole thing with, like, attitude, uh, like, VG texted me, and I was like, uh, he was like, yo, I'm proud of you, bro, and I was like, damn, dude, I actually, like, no joke, that meant so much to me, because it's like, VG really has taken me under his wing, and done a lot of drills with me, taken me into a lot of one-on-one time, and uh, talked to me about the game, and how to, like, break it down late game and it's one of the biggest tips here's a great tip that he taught me every single time you reload every single whatever every single time you reload look around right look around like that's when you're like that is a, a recon is or something can be thrown around right where it's like make sure you're as soon as you reload look left oh my guy's alive all right back on my job or it's like as soon as you reload look oh my guy's shooting the wrong zone let me tell him let me tell him to shoot the right zone or I need to counter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that's a good point. I need to, that's something that I need to that's, be better at. That's a good like, little Fiji note. Yeah. The best at it. Fiji has the best attitude I've ever seen. So it's like, I, in, in my opinion, ever since I met Fiji, he has really changed my outlook on life and mm. the way I, uh, take situations. Right. Yeah. It's for mm. me. I, sometimes I'm bitching about, a three-hour drive for practice. That guy flies, bro. <laughs> uh, that mm. guy's flying to come to practice sometimes. You know? Yeah. And same thing with same thing with Ivan, right? That guy's level of dedication is next level. Mm. Like Ivan Gonzalez, to Ivan pro, Squee. He he is a he's probably one of the most dedicated players. I'm a huge fan of Ivan Gonzalez. Me too. Yeah. No, I found this solid potential. I think I'm a bigger fan of his brother Enrique, but I think that's just a media media thing. But yeah, I no. The same guy. <laughs> I but just like, I hope he hears this now, so that way VG, he knows. VG has that, you know. He he's the way he is because he also has that perspective. You know, what I mean, he comes from the third world, he comes from the jungles of Colombia. Dude's and dude's and fought in real wars here. like shit. You don't yeah, want to, yeah, yeah, not paintball. Throwing yeah. real bullets out there. But it's like when he comes over here, he sees how easy we all have, man. And it's like, you know. Oh, you ain't ever going to catch me bitching in front of VG. Oh, no. that's, that's a bad Hell idea. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not a chance. Makes me realize how grateful I am for living in a situation where I can literally wake up every single day and not have to worry. Yeah. I mean, that, and then that's something, uh, that's something I think Queasy told me a little while ago. He was like, uh, you, won, you won life's lottery. You were born in the U.S. You're chilling. Max, True. straight up, dude. Yeah. Damn, dude, we're getting deep on this podcast, dude. Man. Queasy, yeah. I, we gotta get Queasy on the show. He'd be a great, great person to get some be. old fashions into and just kind of hear what he has to say over an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, he and he has that that he has that dad perspective now. That's true. Oh wait, actually, that's true. We'd never be able to do that because he's a dad. So <laughs> he'll never have the time off. So all right, we'll have we'll, the corniest oh, well. jokes now Dude, does that just happen i haven't heard any Bad out of him joke. so i don't know maybe not he's mid funny 
<laughs> mid funny. Mid funny. Wow. Called him out. I did uh Jordan, Jordan Boyum. Um we were gonna have him on last week, but uh he ended up being in the gym. So, you know, that's just Jordan. But um he, he reached Dude, out to he, me. He, he needs to be broke because we're the yo the, our whole group we're going hammy. Yeah. Be each other. No, and I was just gonna bring that up. Um all I was gonna say is we're we we wanna get him on. So Jordan, I I I know about it. I'm I'm gonna we're gonna reach out to you soon, buddy. Um perfect perfect Probably uh, in the gym right now. It would not surprise me at all. But perfect segue because I was going to bring up um, Hatch and Evan have been going at it in the group chat. What, what's going on, boys? Dude, I... Okay, I don't know, me, man. Hatch called me out. Dude, I want to I wanna be pro so fucking bad. I want to be pro and I want to be... like, uh, I, I want to put in more work because it's like, dude, okay, not even going to lie. Not even going to lie. This one's... This was throwing shade. Bro, this last weekend, Marv was the only guy out there practicing mm. what the mm. actual hell yeah there was a sunday i went out where there was no one out i mean i was out of town that's i mean that's saturday of that weekend you were out there so you at least you know off weekend right? you still, made it you're out, still out there you're still out there right but no dude, nobody was out there i was blown away that is crazy right that and is crazy. so i want to make sure because sky rickett he's 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 been Man, that guy's really uh, been a voice on my shoulder. Uh, come, uh, basically, man. I love he, you and miss you, Sky. Yeah, I miss Sky so much. Yeah. He really pushed me to make sure I have no excuses left, right? And now I'm sad I did it way. I did it way too late. I wish I was still. Uh, I wish I was grinding as hard as I am now, to where I could play with him. Um, but, man, I'm he going to so I hope so. Maybe I hope back. so. I'm coming for a spot. Uh, so, well, Evan, what are you doing in response to Hatch's calling out? Bro, okay. I was already in a, in a little fitness competition with a bunch of other people, and now that Hatch has called me out. It's I just mean, on. Doing, it's, it's fucking on, dude. I work out all day. It's on? All it's on. I'm hearing is coin duel on the fitness 1v1 what it's sounding like coin duel on the fitness 1v1 yeah i don't know what that means what does that mean (laughs) like i thought like y'all get whoops track each other pick a category yeah and whoever wins uh you know certain amount of time y'all could bet a coin on it patch you're you're invited brother uh i can shoot you a uh a sign up code for uh the whoop strap and then you can uh get one and you can join our group and we can have a fitness competition down i'd be Dude, down so it's like are you guys working out like all day because that's for sure bro. Bro, for sure gonna fall behind because i got a fucking job you know like a real person bro, <laughs> I, bro, I wake up in the morning i wake up in the morning before i go to work i get it in and then at my lunch time i try to get it in and then after work i get it in because we're all competing so i mean you're getting it in three times a day I'm trying to those are pro numbers okay, what, those are pro numbers getting it in? is that like 10 push-ups Nah, bro. That's like so. What the whoop strap does is um, it measures your heart rate, right? So it gives you um, gives you a strain score. And so what the strain score means is if you have an elevated heart rate, I don't know the exact you know beats per minute, but if you have an elevated heart rate for an extended period of time, like 10, 15 minutes, then you get a strain score. And if we're able to 
sustain that for long periods of time, the higher your score gets. And so at the end of every day, um, there's like a leaderboard. Whoever had the highest strain score throughout the day, they come in first place. And so we're all kind of competing to kind of one up each other. And it's, it's getting pretty fucking dicey, man. Like it's getting borderline dangerous. It's getting more. (laughs) It's getting borderline dangerous. Fuck. Do you have dudes like, what is Tyler waking up at four, getting a two hour run in? Dude, Tyler actually, Tyler actually, he uh, texted me the other day and he asked me what time I wake up in the morning to start running. And I told him. And then the next day he woke up, he legit woke up at 4 a.m. and he got his running in before he went to work. Did he? Whoa. And, so was that the same time as you? Or did he do the like. No, he did it earlier. Yep. Earlier. Yeah, I knew he yeah. would. Yeah, <laughs> That's he such a work, Tyler he move. At six, so he was up at 4 and he was out there you know, doing his thing. So uh, props cardio time. do you realistically get in, Evan? How much cardio do you put do you put in? Every day. Every day? Okay. All day, every day. Every I mean, day, do you work to. like a strenuous job or are you kinda chilling? Uh no, nah, dude, I push paper, bro, so I'm kinda chilling throughout the day. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. That's where I'm at, bro. Dude, being an accountant, I am I am bored out of my mind. Are you a CPA? Nice. What? Are you a CPA? Yeah. I didn't know that. Account? What? Really? I, I did not know that either. I, bro. Dude, we were just talking. I thought like, you were the Walter dude. White of CBD, bro. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. That's like another. That's like another venture that I'm going into, and I'm going into another venture with my other friend that I'm really excited for. He's a and, mogul, um, you know. He's making moves. He's got ventures dude, on would, ventures. Dude, I'm trying to realistically be what's that guy from, from Wall Street? Obviously, not to that extent. You're trying to be Jordan Belfort, bro. Yeah, dude. In my, you know in my what happened? Dude, okay, let me just say, I I tweeted this probably like when I was like 16, but uh, I want to be so successful. Eventually, I have my meetings in a strip club. <laughs> you still that's believe how that? Successful, I want to be. Dude, just that's get a job how... on Wall Street. Yeah, I guess exactly. So uh, that's, that's just become goal. a junior stockbroker, and then in 20 to 15 years, you'll easily have committed four or five SEC violations, and you'll be well on the way. Whatever. One of my cousins, one of my cousins, uh, his his homie, actually got a job on Wall Street, and told my cousin that they fucking they turn up, they rage, they turn up. Damn, yeah, dude, that's I think, a whole other type of person, it's a whole type of personality. It would make sense. Like I, I don't have personal experience, but like from what I've heard, just of like the type of people who do that job, they're all just super high strung. So like, yeah, when you go party, you fucking blow it out and then gotta let loose. Go back to work and yell at everyone love all day. Getting blown out. What? Hatch, we all heard that. You can't play that one off. Dude, what the fuck? Dude, is this podcast. This podcast. Nah. Hatch, are you fucking horny tonight, bro? Like, well, dude, let me just say, okay, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that video. I dropped it in my Discord, but. Yeah, so in case the podcast listeners have seen the video in Hatch's private Discord. I'm asking you guys personally. I'm asking you guys personally. um, That there's a video of Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about, you know, the pump. And he was like, he's like, he's like, the pump is like coming. It's like as good as or better than coming. And I'm like, dude, low key. So dude, this is going to be a weird ass story, but fuck it. The podcast deserves this. So I was in the gym. I give that Arnold legs, impersonation right? like a four out of ten, by the way. That we'll was keep fucking going. zero, negative four out of ten. Okay. I'm right? glad you realize so, it. So I was, we were hitting legs yesterday, right? And I was going hard, dude. And I was like, low key. I would I was going so hard, dude, I low key let out like a 
<laughs> I know what I'm talking about. And dude, I was like, I was like, dude, this is what he was talking about, bro. I like, I was going, like, it was no joke. So loud, I heard it through my fucking beats. That's the worst. <laughs> when yeah, you hear your grunt like, through your headphones. Dude, I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is what he meant by it's by it's better than coming. I understand now. So wait, I'm confused. Did you moan in the fucking gym or? Yeah. It was more like a. Uh, um, juicy grunt. <laughs> so it was like a wet, grunt. a wet grunt. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, I was, my legs are, my legs are dead. Dead so, tired already. Successful, successful. I was leg press. What what numbers are you putting up on leg press, bro? Dude, not oh, enough. Dude. dude, let me tell you, I'm weak now, but I will be strong. I will be strong. Dude, I guarantee it. Fuck yeah, Hatch. Good shit, man. I also right. like how I'm asking you guys about numbers, and I'm like, I'm not fucking saying any of mine because it's been way no, too you long. Don't have to, bro, you don't have to, bro. <laughs> I sit I on a sideline with the camera. Five minutes. I've held your camera longer than five minutes. That shit you gets got hard. a heavy camera, bro. Well, when you add the rig and the monitor and the two microphones, yeah, no, it, it gets up there. The ammo, you know. The ammo. You're out there putting work, baby. Dude, I will say, there's Red a couple times uh, when I'm shooting the mic'd up videos, there's a couple times that, like, throughout the day, my shoulders will literally be, like, stuck forward because, like, I've been hunched in the same position editing this dude talk for, like, five minutes straight, and then I'm like, oh, I'm done. I can't move my body. <laughs> Why won't dude, my shoulders I, go back? I see you at events, bro. You look exhausted a lot of times. Events are killer. Died, bro. The Chicago last year, bro, that you looked so like not good. Right? And I'm going to say, water, here's bro. 100% the reason why. It's because at events, it's so hard to get sleep. And like, mm. dude, I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I don't run well when I don't get sleep. So like if I'm going to bed or if I'm you know supposed to wake up at 515 to make it to the field and I'm able to get to sleep by, let's say, like 1130 midnight, like after three days of that i'm done like i don't have enough energy so i get worn out um with chicago last year i also didn't have a bed and the room i slept in insisted on it being 62 every single night and i didn't even have like a blanket so i literally was just freezing cold awake every single night until about two and i like finally passed out and then took a nap and then woke up at like you know 5 30 to get to the field so yeah, that's why that event was hard. But, you know, we live, we learn, we get better. You live and you learn, you get better. You learn to get a blanket. You learn to book your is own that, hotel room. Is that, is that your craziest <laughs> situation, like in a hotel? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've had, like, other ones with, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Because usually I haven't, like, on the old production jobs I would do, we would travel all the time. But there wouldn't be, you know, 12 guys at you know at an event it would be six of us so like we could get three hotel rooms that's fine but like i feel with paintball groups when you have seven dudes in one hotel room there's just gonna be uncomfortability so yeah yeah that would probably be the worst one i've had traveling since i've started paintball back up again um i'm trying to think when i played dude when i played pump bro we would we would travel down south socal and we would literally stay in the jankiest hotels. Like, I'm talking like, y'all ever heard of the Roadway Inn? Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar, but I don't, I'm Dude, not sure. like, just imagine, like, the jankiest stripper motel, blood on the bed sheets. Oh, God. Probably oh, bed bugs. free? No. 
No, you gotta got bring them there, and then. I got oh, a, uh, Wait, Evan, got let a... me ask: Is it the type of place that lets you rent the the room by the hour? Uh, I. You know what? That's a good question. I didn't inquire about that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd imagine. I'd imagine maybe. Oh, okay. And a little and a little pro tip: if you leave your door uh, a little propped open a little bit at night, um, it's an open invitation for uh, prostitute solicitation. Oh. Okay. They walked in. Yeah, that actually happened. Wait, what? No. Wait, explain the story. Yeah. So <laughs> you gotta go into this now. So so there's maybe like yeah, there's maybe like five of us. We're staying. I forget where we were staying. It might have been, it might have been the roadway in in Castaic, California, the top of the Grapevine. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was probably like ten o'clock. We had we had just pulled up and we're all in the room chilling. And we had the door cracked, you know, with a little, uh, little locking mechanism. So yeah, it was yeah. propped open just a little bit. Mm. We're all chilling, you know, getting ready for bed, watching TV, you know, bullshit. And the door opens, and this chick's standing there. <laughs> and you knew, we all knew right away. We were just like, what the fuck? Is that a hooker? And what then the she asked, yeah, she asked for, uh, I forget the name she said. might have been, like, Brian. She asked for Brian if Brian was there. We're just like, uh, no. Nah. Look at Brian. <laughs> yeah, we're like, who the fuck is Brian? And then she was like, oh, my bad, guys. And then she just straight left. It's like, what the fuck? Huh. I'll give you a $10 hand job. Did, wait, did she walk into that room like, oh, fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, it's not just one room. dude. She, she, she opened the door, and we all thought it was one of our homies. So we all were just kind of sitting there. And then, like, you know, when nobody said anything, we kind of looked over, and we just saw this this lady standing there. <laughs> A lady of the night. A lady of the night. She she thought, she's of the night. earn her money. She was like, damn, man. this is going to be yeah, a rough dude. three hours. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I have a paintball <laughs> team run train, bro. Dude, okay. <laughs> I, got a, I got a couple stories. Now. All right, let's go, Ike. Okay. So, is this the, is the uh, yeah, uh, I'll bring it? up the Kimmel. <laughs> but not in a second. Speaking of janky hotels, um, when I first started playing paintball, uh, NXL Vegas, I went, I believe, 2016. We went and we stayed at the Lucky Club. And I believe you can get a room for the night at $25. Oh. Clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Free bed bugs. You know, free bed, I yep. sleep on the floor. Um, And they had a casino and a restaurant. Okay. No joke. Uh, Restaurant? Gas, dude. Absolutely. It was gas. good. Yeah. You you can get a nine ninety nine steak and lobster. And <laughs> That's some shitty steak, bro, or shitty lobster. I mean, either way, well, it's just the size. You know, you get your chicken nugget and crawdad, but okay, pretty good. Those cooks were like seventy better than Gordon. It was good, dude. For ten bucks, fuck yeah. Damn. But like, so what would you say on like a one bite scale? On a one bite scale, it's steak and lobster. How bad could it be? That no, like you know, like the you know, like six five, seven eight. Nothing but crystal. Oh, whoa! Honestly, probably an eight o. Eight o. Woo! That's what price factored in, though. That's Dude, why. all right, you guys heard it. Oh man, that's that's a pretty good. Oof. Dude, I was yeah, in uh, there. So well, actually, when when I was playing D four, we took the team out there one time because um, I used to go there way before, and I kept telling them about it. Uh, in that casino, we actually saw Mike Tyson too. But um, I have a story with Mike Tyson yeah, in Vegas random. as well for a paintball tournament. That's hella funny. 
Did he um, punch you in the face? Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, <laughs> took the team to the restaurant, and then like the next day, I think like I was fine, and everybody else got the same thing. I think only like one other person got something else besides the steak and lobster, and like I think like three of them were like food poisoned. Like half the team was. So like, I take back my recommendation. And you said eight O. <laughs> exactly. What the hell? Dude, a... I used to buy two of them, bro. When I was there, I get Jesus. two of them, twenty Jesus, bucks. Jesus, okay. Oh, dude, come on. I was gonna say my Mike Tyson story real quick because we were. It was 2017 Vegas. We were going down for NXL Vegas. I was in a car with Joe Barrett and a couple of his friends, and then like one other DMG dude. Um we're driving literally like we just got into town we're driving over to craig ranch park and as we're on like the main highway um just by the strip we look to our left and in the rear we see like this nice ass bentley coming up so we're like oh that's a dope car let's look at it and we look over you know there's a black gentleman sitting there and you know kind of looks like tyson we're like oh damn is that tyson and he looks over at us has the face tat we're like that's fucking tyson and so we start freaking out we're like oh shit that's mike tyson and then he just gives us this like gangster ass little piece and then just floors the bentley and is gone and i was like that was dope (laughs) like that that, that's a dude who was like yep that's me it's me bitches and then i was like i'm out he's probably like have a thick night guy (laughs) (laughs) okay that was a better impersonation i'll give you that that one was better than your arnold what if it was just like uh one of those vegas strip impersonators that just looked hella good dude the last time i was in vegas hella good and had enough money to ride a nice ass bentley (laughs) like those tips those tips on the strip you're looking good dude i thought i saw captain jack sparrow last time i was in vegas well okay that that one's a little more on you evan yeah i was like holy shit how how drunk were you buddy how many fat tuesdays had you drinking by that point (laughs) uh it was you know we were there for march madness so i was pretty inebriated didn't it, uh, didn't they have March Madness games in Vegas or? Uh, so this was this was twenty twenty one. So it was, uh, oh, okay. it was like right when Vegas reopened. Okay, because I know yeah. they. <sighs> they usually do. Yeah, because like I mean that is probably the best city to go to for any of like the beginning tournaments, you know, and like oh, yeah. you know, first first couple rounds. Because like okay, so I can go watch two, like th- I think it's four games actually. So I can go watch four games of basketball live, and then I can go to the sports book right next door and watch every single other game and put money on it. So let's go. Dude, the Caesars Sportsbook in March Madness time. Dude. Oh my god. Caesars Sportsbook. It is a I, I degenerate paradise. It really is. It's beautiful. I It is beautiful. I have a pretty bad story from Caesars. The one time I went to play poker there. I got fucked up. <laughs> um I'm literally so I Good go way. in. No, I got fucked up. I go in, fucking take, uh, go up to like the person, take my seat. It was like a one-two table. Uh, I had like probably like, I don't know, maybe buy-in was like two hundred on me or something like that because I was jumping to it a couple different poker rooms because I was just like seeing how they were and you know how the mm-hmm. amenities were and stuff like that. And this was when I lived in Vegas. Um, and so I was down there and get on the table firsthand i think i was dealt like a pretty high pocket pair like queens jack something like that but it wasn't it wasn't nuts or anything and pretty much get bluffed down by this dude um but he wasn't bluffing he was calling me for value i think he had like aces or kings 
I really don't oh, remember shit. the cards at this point, but I definitely do remember him calling, you know, calling down like $25, $50, $75. And I just auto click called because I was like, yeah, I got queens. And this, you know, mind you, this was like right after I turned 21. I'm still pretty new in playing poker at this point. And go to the, go to the showdown, you know, after the river. And I was like, oh, oh, I lost. Oh, I should leave. <laughs> and I literally got grab my chips left <laughs> so i was sat sitting at the table for one hand and i was like i shouldn't be playing here i'm not that good yet <laughs> just go drown your sorrows yeah and then i went to the flamingo across the street did a lot better but still oh, i was nice. i was dumb in that situation yeah nice work could have been way worse oh it could always be worse in fact that's that's life you know like you were telling me with the attitude earlier it could always be worse always be worse bg okay. attitude bro do i uh do i bring up the kimmel story Yes. Oh, yes. It's a good one. Okay, going this back. Great, this is a great uh, one. It's a hotel story. What Evan said about yeah, hotels and uh, Lady of the Night. It was <laughs> Chicago 2019. Believe it or not, we win this event. Good luck, Sean. Leave it half or not. Team, half the team, I think, is uh, at like some some hotel. The other half's at a Red Roof Inn. <laughs> That's where good things happen. <laughs> Which and, is where the uh, magic happens. Exactly. Yep. And uh, what's called, there was like, they could tell, you know, same sort of vibe as like what Evan was talking about. And they pulled up one time and, you know, uh, one of the rooms is just super loud, right? They're going at it. So uh, Kimmel thought. Now, when you say they're going at it, like they're in their fucking or. I think it's oh, a yeah. party or oh, wait. Yeah. No, no so fucking. Oh, okay. Oh. Right? Like they're working out. Loud. They're going to the gym. <laughs> <Hell loud. laughs> they're trying to get their strength right? score up. It was Gabe. Uh, Maybe laugh Kimmel, way too hard, and, Evan. Uh, Mikey Daniel, who actually plays for Uprising now. Uh, Mikey and Gabe were inside the hotel room, and Andrew was like outside. I don't know what he's doing. Anyways, here's it, right? So he goes down there. And he thought it'd be a good idea to, like, knock on the door, right? To, like, try to be funny. So <laughs> Of course. He knocks on the door. Wait, uh, and just before this goes, this is small or big Kimmel? Uh, big Kimmel. Oh, big okay. Kimmel. Original Kimmel. Who else? It's true. True. Something like this, right? <laughs> um, knocks on the door, right? They, like, stop. Knocks again. And then he hears uh, some uh, some voice, like, you know? from a far away and uh go hey turns around it's like some like i don't know 300 pound uh lady screaming <laughs> at him starts chasing him what starts chasing, chasing him? him yes wait dude, so out of the hotel room him. now no so the thing was this was on the bottom floor their room was like the third floor i believe okay starts chasing him so kimmel is trying to run to his room he's running He's running, gets up there. Maybe it's, uh, it might have been two stories. I think it's two stories, right? Gets over, um, gets in the door. Uh, Gabe's right there. He goes, locks it all. Gabe's like, why are you freaking out, right? And he's like, t uh, tells him the story, right? Okay, 10 minutes later, uh, they get a knock on their door, right? <laughs> oh, no. And Kimmel's freaking out. He's like, that's them. You know, he, he freaks out so hard, he ends up going to the window, uh, 
of the two-story uh, building, and he's half in the window, half out the window. Holy shit. He was that scared, dude. Uh, Gabe Jesus ends up... Uh, Gabe goes up to the door, looks through the people, opens it. It was the office lady saying that they got a noise complaint. <laughs> Wait, and the other dude didn't? Yeah. No, well, who do... We're assuming that she probably did it on Kimmel. Oh, like, she, like, saw him go in the door and was like... You no, know, the Kimmel's running around screaming, yeah. thinking, uh, I know you're, you know, I know you're trying to get her. Oh, I see. Yeah. This is a big one. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up, we're actually going to be getting some merch done for the podcast. Um, oh. I talked to James from Island Designs. He does a lot of stuff for the Spick and Span show, play the game, all those stuff. And, yeah, he agreed to kind of working out some T-shirt designs for from the sidelines as well as another kind of revamp for the store. So, yeah, we're going to be, you know, a couple weeks here, maybe a little bit longer, but we'll, we'll see how long it takes to get everything up and ready. But... Yeah, you know, yeah. new merch is on the way, so be excited about that. Um, and that, that kind of ties in to our next giveaway. So this is going to be the first podcast giveaway, I would say. Um, and it's actually going to be for you guys who are rating the show. So one of the best things that you can do with Apple Podcasts is you can give us a rating, and then you can write whatever the hell you want to write, and no one really looks at it. So... I want a contest here that during next month, the month of September, so just so everyone knows, um, September 2022, the best like review that makes me laugh and like the whole all the guys are gonna vote on it, they're gonna get a free free merch item from the new drop. So you know if you want a hoodie, we'll throw you a hoodie. If you want a shirt, we'll throw you a shirt. We'll you know we'll, we'll figure that out with you then. But um, yeah, so that's just first announcement of that so go, get guys. on it you know if you Let's want some go. free merch all you got to do is go drop a review drop a review and you know say something funny make us laugh make us hee-haw make us you know giggle and <laughs> Who yeah doesn't love free stuff i know ak yeah, loves free stuff oh, hee-haw. <laughs> who says hee-haw so, yeah, sometimes I'm when i'm refereeing sometimes we'll have like a competition when we're refereeing. uh who can yeah. make the most obscure sound right when calling somebody out so yeah. some some kid will get fucking clapped in the face and I'm like <laughs> What yeah, what was that? It started, it started uh from Joe Barrett, actually. What the fuck? Whenever oh, he would do it, he would always go, Oh so now me and Hatch were always like, Yo, let's see him do it the loudest. It's almost like you know the, the penis game you did as a kid? Yeah, but, but excuse me. You know where you like scream penis and then the other dude got Do you not know about the penis game, Evan? Yeah, I, I thought we were just going to, you know, gloss over that without, you know, what's well, going on here? Wait, I'm confused. Okay. Does that so for people who don't know what the penis game is, um, it's where when you were a kid in elementary school and you wanted to fuck with your teacher, you would lock eyes with one of your friends and be like penis game, go. And what that meant is that for the next minute, I don't know, however long it takes until one of you guys gets in trouble and gets attention, you have to keep saying penis at a louder rate, louder than the other dude, and if uh-huh. you give up, you lose. So, yeah, and it's a fun little game we used to play when we were, you know, Damn, dude, eight and nine. Game. You, you didn't know about this? About dude, murder for real. See, I could tell by the way you were talking. I was like, Evan doesn't know what's up right now. Yeah, yeah I was about to be like, hey, yo. Whoa. I thought everybody knew that one. Yeah, yeah, but me and Hatch have a little competition, like to one up each other. Okay. No, I like. But that. it's a loud like enough that. sound where they can hear it, and they get uh-huh. out. 
and you do, of course, the Evan uh, hand signal. So you know, Evan, mine's the uh, Evan hand, hand signal. Hand well, on the head. Yeah, yeah, hand on the head. So what's hand yours, AK? What's you your go-to? Sometimes you start jumping. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Was I actually like to do instead of on the head, I do over the head. Mm, so like a little head, hover, like, like a halo almost. Ah. Yeah, almost like a little. Uh, um, what'd you call it? Hovering. But uh, dude, it I want to see someone if, like start breakdancing, like you know, do dude, a little head spin and then be like, play your out. Someone do some windmills, please. That'd be fire. Sometimes, sometimes I'll do like a half-ass point, so then like, uh. The guy knows to get out, but nobody else knows to get out, so they're just shooting the shit out of him while he's walking out. Rough. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> it's kind of mean, Ash. Player, players out, players out. You say, keep shooting, keep, keep shooting. shooting. He's still alive. Just like, he's trying to dead man. Everybody's like, oh, everybody's yelling, and I'm just like, hey. Hey. I will, I will say, if someone, if someone gets like gogged or something where it's like satisfying, you know what I mean? I'll hit the uh, loud out with the with the taps. On. Out. And it's when you hit him with the taps. Oh. Or Subtle, if they're getting uh, bonus balled. Out, it's out, like out. A tip of the cap. Mm-hmm. Respect that. I like that. Nice. Uh, oh, how do you guys call penalties? Like, is it the huge? Is it the huge uppercut, Millennium style, or is it the you know kind of small going in? We went Have you guys ever seen Millennium's refs? I made a tutorial video about this. Yeah. No. Okay. You're right. Look weak if I'm being honest. I try to give players the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Do you? I don't throw many penalties unless I have so, to. So. I I agree with that, but when I do, oh, I make them count. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going up high. When when someone gets a penalty, your goal should be to throw the flag into the parking lot. <laughs> and then you run and find the closest people that you got to pull out. And if they're not looking at you, you give them the little jersey, little yeah. jersey tug. The jersey, yeah. yeah. The jersey tug. And then you hit them with the moving arms. <laughs> moving arms, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got a big penalty. You don't even have to say there was a penalty. They just know. They yep, know. exactly. Dude, I could argue that throwing the flag. Uh, so if like someone throws a flag and then they're running around trying to pull people out. Do you guys also throw your flags? I was going to ask those, yeah. It's like out of solidarity. Can you repeat the question one more time? So let's say, Hatch, I throw a flag, right? Yep. I throw a penalty, and I go running the chase player. Do you throw your flag also out of solidarity for me throwing my flag? Fuck yeah, I do. Dude, right? I would argue that that's probably better than being the one to actually throw see the penalty and throwing it. Because <laughs> you don't have to run around and pull people. You just throw your flag as high as you can. Uh, I got a story about that one. That one's, that one's pretty funny. Um, one time when we were, like, refing, I was with J-Bo, right? And J-Bo's the head ref. And uh, they are just – the guy is so mad about the about a call, right? And uh, the, guy, the guy is, like, walking over to us, so we check him. He has a hit on his pack, right? And then we all throw a major, right? <laughs> like one, like one guy throws a major, and then everybody throws it. Then he looks at me and he goes, "Wow, dick!" And I'm like, "I'm not the only guy who threw it, buddy." But dude, he was no joke, so salty, all because of a dirty hang. I, mean, I think he was like, he was like, "Come on, Jordan." Was Come this on, last season? No, it was like two sequels ago. Okay. I remember seeing a point, one of the last sequels, where 
like something happened and then all of a sudden i see like six flags go in the air and i'm like damn these boys on point like it was it was like a squadron it was dope see throwing flags is fun so just don't cheat well just don't cheat don't you know don't you know hang a flag if you have a hit on you you know basic paintball shit don't talk while you're that's, out you know th- that's hilarious that you say don't cheat hatch because that's literally one of the things i've written down on here today is that you wanted to bring up cheating as a topic dude <laughs> i know how the fuck people do it i okay. can't do it i can't do it okay well i will say man i'm not sure if i should say never mind pass <laughs> oh well you you opened a can of worms buddy yeah yeah well, Pandora's so, the only thing is like right it's paintball and at a certain point it depends on the refs right if the refs are on it you you really can't cheat right but sometimes you have games where you you know what i mean the other team's cheating and you're like all right well he's got five lives you know what i mean i take one in the elbow pad while i'm running i'm probably gonna dive you know what i mean Mm. stuff like that i feel like there's like a a gray area kind of to it Right, like yeah. you can't get smoked in the goggles. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Keep playing. Right. Yeah, no, there is. I mean, that's why everyone calls it playing the gray, because that's the best way to say it. Is like there's that line of like stuff that I hate to say is okay, but it almost is okay because everyone's doing yeah. it. But if you get caught doing it, you're the one who's gonna get a penalty. So it's like, do you do it the whole, you know the rest of the league is doing, exactly. or do you try not to get a penalty? So uh, it, yeah, it's. It's a rough like one because, like, cool. so, so for an example, one of the ones I was actually going to bring up was um, Ryan Smith when that uh, point that he hung against you guys in mm, Philly. Oh my God! I don't even blame Ryan Smith for that. The reason being yeah. is because that's not his job. His job is to win the game, and if refs standing nice. right, like two feet from him, can't see that he is a clear as day hit on him, well, then that's on them. That's not on him. Like. He was never called out. He was never given a dirty hang. He did his job. You know, like I, I saw that ref at the airport leaving. You did? I was about saying something. You did? Yeah. Wait, uh, I haven't heard this. No way. Yeah, so you ran into him? him? That, that goddamn asshole. Oh, yeah. Sack. Yeah. Saw him. So I was, uh, oh, freak, what? It was in Philly. Yeah, it was so in Philly. I had an early flight. Yeah, I had an early flight. And I saw him. And I thought about walking up to him, saying something about it. But I didn't. There's another regret. Did you see? No, the... no, no regrets. Come on, man. Actually, I haven't had I haven't had put out that video by that time. I don't think. Because uh, I think I that was you... like that first week I got back. I put that out. I thought you did it that night. Oh, I may have done that because I. Oh yeah, because I think I. I don't know, dude. All of the events run together. It's just kind of like, yeah, fil- the Philly blur and the you know the Florida blur, and it's like, yeah. I was there for a certain amount of time and things happened. It is what it is. <laughs> it's kind of like Vegas, but for paintball. Yeah, no, no, I I understand. But yeah, I thought about saying something. I didn't. Um, probably should have bought him a beer. Had to talk about it. That would have been, well, well, been a good way to. That would a good way to go about it. That would have yeah. been the move. That would have been the move. But hey, man, it you want to like, have a beer with it me? It was like it was six in the morning, man. You know, that was a little too early. Airport Dude, rules, bro. Air, it doesn't matter. It's an airport. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Hey, it's, somewhere you could go. To. I, I will have a hey, shot man. and a beer sometimes before a flight at eight a.m. It's just what happens. Hey, uh huh. I may be an alcoholic, but that's one thing I'm not is an alcoholic. Wait, what? Sure. That was a dude. Sure. You know, 
Another someone, joke. Someone put that with some dubs behind it as an inspirational quote to hang on my wall, bro. That one is good. Can, can, can someone cross-stitch me that? Like a nice, <laughs> lovely God damn. pillow covering? To live by, bro. There you go, bro. I am an That's alcoholic, but I'm not an alcoholic. Dude, uh, I may be an alcoholic, but one thing I am not, sir, is an alcoholic. Well, that's like that that's old joke. It's like, uh, officer, officer, I swear to drunk, I'm not God, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, officer, it's hi. How are you? Yeah. Um, not hi. <laughs> not, wait, not what? how high are you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one of the last kind of pieces of actual topics I had written down today, um, I wanted to bring up something that's been going on in the media world. Um, mm. I'm sick and tired of making Instagram reels. <laughs> Ooh. I've said it. That's real. Because it gets to a point where, like, I can only show a certain amount in them. And also, the only things I can show in them is it has to be things that are, like, algorithm safe or, you know, stuff like that. Now, what does that mean? It means, like, if I post a clip of some dude sitting in a corner dumping a four pods into his hopper and missing all of them that will get 41 million views but if i post a clip of you evan running down three people and like you could see all the hits that'll get a hundred thousand so like why is that i it's because it honestly is it's because the algorithm and how the algorithm works people who don't understand paintball when they see someone dropping a lot of paint their first thing is dude this guy sucks and then they're gonna comment that dumbass and so, you know, that's fine. That makes sense. They don't understand our game. So I could kind of see how they're like, well, if he's spilling all this paint, how is he so good? But like, you know, there's a lot of other things that go into it. Um, yeah. So, I'm but the problem is, sure. is when you get a lot of comments on a post, then your Instagram, YouTube, TikTok is like, oh, people like this video. We should show this to more people. And then it just kind of repeats that cycle. Um, okay. Which I will say, one of the things that's kind of been helpful for me is like, the mic'd up videos i actually genuinely really enjoy creating and producing those um i like that's the type of content i love making it's like the documentary i, I love creating this behind the scenes type stuff that takes people into a place where they can't be themselves and so i can take my camera there and show them that um yeah i think that's kind of where i've been getting to as a point recently in media where it's just like Oh, I gotta do my two 15 second reels of someone doing something kind of benign so I can, you know, keep the algorithm on my side. But, dude, honestly, man, in, in my opinion, I think mic'd up is the way to go. Yeah. That's what I enjoy watching. I will people also say, quit. other people do it and they quit after like two episodes. And it's it's like, not even. Because Ryan's out here Ryan's doing a next great level, job, dude. Because I. <clears throat> this one is hard oh. to answer. This is literally how I had it written down in the way I put this topic down. It's shorts versus content creators because a lot of people can make really dope shorts that I can't. But at the same time, a lot of people can't create some of the content that I create, like the mic'd up stuff, like, you know, the documentaries. And that's fine. Like with video, with, you know, any type of creative expression, there's different, you know, versions of it. Like 100%. Enrique like can make better montages than i will ever be able to make like i just fully believe that and i will tell him that to his face i also don't think that he can make a documentary 
And I think he said that to my face before. So we have different strengths. We have different cons. We have different things that we're good at. And so I think some of it comes down to like the mic'd up stuff is hard because it's it's a lot of different media and gear that you have to have to work together. But then once you get it, you have to like process through a lot of different stuff. You have to, you know, get stuff to sync up. You have to make it sound good. You know, you have to figure out like where to position a mic and things like that. There's just a lot more that goes into it other than oh, I got my camera, and now I hit the record button, now I have a clip. Like, yeah, just, it was funny. I think I was talking to Darren about it the other day. We were talking, or during the event, we were were talking about how, like, all it takes is, you know, 30 seconds to a minute of, like, pre-production type work to think about, oh, I want to set up this type of shot to get this, you know, this thing. And I just feel like a lot of people in media and our industry don't do it. Um, a lot of it's just like kind of grabbing stuff as it comes. And I'm talking about a lot of people who I don't even know personally. So like, it's kind of hard for me to come down to you guys. Cause like I, you could be great people, but like just some of the stuff that I see coming up on my feed, it's like, we you know, there's a reason why when people see, you know, 40 million people see this of our sport, they're like, okay, cool. Moving on to the next thing. Yeah. I mean, that that goes to you know the type of just artist you are you know what I mean like you're creative you're really creative artist and you're good at it well know? of course and I mean there's always going to be subject you know subjectivity like yeah a hundred percent there's going to be people who love my stuff and there's going to be people who hate my stuff and I'm I'm comfortable with that um, like I was saying fan. I just enjoy creating it um, which is yeah. you know it's if you don't like it then why are you doing it because especially with paintball like. I'm not going to become a millionaire overnight doing this. <laughs> like, it's just, no. it's not going to happen. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here because I love it. Um, I just, I'm getting to a point where, you know, I'm kind of excited for this layout weekend this weekend. Now we can actually get back to, you know, more kind of standard paintball where there's like stuff going on where I can maybe kind of tell a story about it. Um, yeah. I just, dude, these weeks where it's just nothing but just shorts for me, ooh, it, it grinds me because it's like, yeah. All right, here's this 15 second clip. Here's this 15 second clip with no context, with no, you know. Yo, can I make a request? Yeah, what do you want? Uh, if you're going to mic somebody up, can you mic up Jabo? <laughs> yeah, I could. I'll, I'll see. I'll see if he'd be down. That'd be pretty funny. That's that's when you just don't ask him and you just do it. Just the, hang the, it on his collar. He's like, <laughs> what is it? No, you know what he'll say? He'll say, ah, here's this fucking poof ball. Poof ball on my fucking chest. <laughs> That's what you would say. Yeah, Tyson, but you got a mic up, Speaks. Does Speaks yeah, play paintball anymore? Uh, I think. Because <laughs> like Speaks, I love you, man. I have not seen you at a paintball field in a minute, bro. So I hope so. I hope he does. Yeah. This shit's so hard in the paint truck. Oh my man. Oh my god, it's so hard being in the AC all day. <laughs> yeah. Look, but, Brian, I want to ask you. So now that you know you're saying um, you're not a huge fan of doing the shorts, you know, are you going to get to? Is it going full circle? Are you going to get back into the documentary side of things? No, I mean it kind of sucks, but like shorts, that's that's where the algorithm is right now. And if you're not doing them, you are just losing out on engagement and following. Um, it it's one of those kind of necessary evil things so like yeah i'll keep doing them and like i'll definitely have stuff that like i enjoy doing in that version um it's just 
yeah like when it's just a whole bunch of just small meaningless nothing cool little slides it just after a while i'm like okay what am i even creating like i get so burnt out personally yeah so that and that's what i was gonna say is like this weekend i'm hoping to event uh maybe get uh, a mic'd up video done with the dmg guys while you guys are practicing and then i know greenspan's kind of already put me on blast during the spick and span show um apparently i'm I'm gonna be making content when they're here so dope i mean i was already kind of planning on doing so but cool (laughs) um yeah so there's been a lot of good feedback on that stuff and i think that's actually you know a way to show off paintball that's a little more exciting than 15 seconds to a minute at a time of like a dude sliding into a corner and then missing his pod reload that really reminds me of like uh the communication like uh because paintball is using all these different codes Mm. Reminds me of like esports and stuff like that, right? Because uh, have you ever heard the people in esports talk do what they're called? It is like so weird, bro. Dude, they're like they're like top grandmas, top grandmas, and I'm like, what the fuck? So some games are like that. I, I, there's one example in particular. So I was like huge into CS:GO, um, like around you know high school, so like uh, sophomore year to senior year. Um, and I think I want to say like 2016 cloud nine did this tournament. And one of the like features that the tournament had was during certain matches, you could actually listen to just the team's P POV. So like you could hear all their comms. It was the same like game stream, but you could, you know, hear what they're talking about. Holy fucking shit. Was that the most chaotic, like insanity of my life? And I was like, wow i didn't know that was like that but like these dudes are yelling at each other like random ass call outs like all right pop the smoke let's go pop the smoke they're down banana they're down banana all right we got two on here uh, going into bombsite b flashing and going in flashing and go and it's like calm down but at the same time i look back at that that's one of my favorite teams like of that era because i gotta have that moment where as a viewer i was i was right a part of their team like i was I was listening to what they said, and they spoke English, so I could understand it, <laughs> and it was pretty cool. Awesome. You know, like I was saying earlier, it gives you access to stuff that you wouldn't be able to unless there was someone there recording it for you, just because, yeah. you know, you can't have a million people in the pits with Dynasty, but a million people could potentially watch a mic'd up video. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen, oh, but like, it could potentially like, happen. Dude, honestly, man, the way I look at when, it. when I watch paintball, like if I watch paintball on like YouTube or something like that, I try to find just raw footage that way you can hear you can hear the communication you can hear like the grittiness of like a practice or like a map hey one of the best raw footage creators shout out solace photography he let me sleep on his couch before i went back to california from philly so shout out love you matt thanks buddy he puts out some i'm a big fan i'm also a big fan um but uh what was i saying i was getting raw footage and like communication raw footage right so communication, you get to, you know, see and hear all the little different aspects of every match. But your mic'd up videos, like when you mic'd up Brian Greenspan, like just to hear him like play and then, you know, hear him communicate, you know, it it was cool, man. I dug it. And, you know, stuff that I hear, you know, him say or him do, I try to incorporate that in my game. And then I can't even imagine everybody else watching that, you know, like lower divisional players, stuff like that it's i think that that side of media is huge yeah well and it's it's funny you say that because one of the things i've heard ryan talk about this like he told this to my face he said it on many podcasts now like he thought his part was going to be really boring and not really worth watching but i was like ryan you don't get it like 
this is incredibly entertaining, even if you're not the Alex guy who, like, if you guys saw Alex Frazier's mic'd up videos, dude's a freaking comedian. Like, he's just yeah. funny. He, he just is. But when you watch the Ryan one, it's a lot more of, like, intense. You know, we are in the middle of a match for our lives in a paintball tournament. And it's different, but you also get, like, a really cool insight into the team and how they react in those situations. Yeah. Yeah, shit was dope you know i i have to create and do the work on them but like i couldn't make those videos if it wasn't for the access that alex frazier and ryan greenspan have really given me this year with that team so like i i really appreciate the opportunity that dynasty as a whole has given me so it, it's yeah. been a good year um i just yeah there's definitely times when there's like a lull in between events no one shows up at the field on the weekends and you're just like i have nothing but just 15 second clips from an old tournament cool this is what i have to post all right <laughs> so i'm excited to get back out there get some more stuff um you know done out this weekend. weekend ryan what's up can i uh can i ask you a question you can you don't have to answer if you don't want to but any chance you make a documentary for dynasty or what's that looking like uh i I have no clue. Um, it's one of those things, like, I, I honestly, I I just don't know. Um, I know, you know, they're currently working on Iron Kids, um, which is kind of telling their whole story, you know, when they were young and, like, still within the Iron Man camp. Um, so I think that's kind of their main focus right now. That's it, it really hasn't been talked about in between us. So, you know, maybe in the future someday. But at the same time, like... I would almost rather do it on a different team and no offense to dynasty, but it's just like their story has been told already. Like yeah. I, I love Dan Napoli and I'm a very huge fan of his, but my story is not going to be as good as his. So let me go do it for another team and find a, find their story, you know, figure out, you know, what is it that makes them interesting? What is it that makes people want to watch these guys? I think for DMG, it was, you know, they're kind of blue colorness, like just that rugged, like, we shouldn't be here but we're we're here and we're gonna try and we're gonna fight mm -hmm. so yeah i mean and speaking of uh you know have another shoot with iron kids they're gonna be here in i think the beginning of october um so we'll we'll, we'll have to figure out how to record the podcast because they actually want me to help them out with that so i may be busy for a week or so but yes we will yeah. we will see what happens but big you know big things are in the works like always i feel like that's always the thing with know, paintball man. like paintball is always yeah. like Big things are coming. Big things are coming. They're gonna come one day, man. <laughs> like yeah, one day it'll happen. One day. But that's kind of yeah. that's paintball, man. Paintball is always kind of like that. You know, moving a lot of moving parts. Yeah, I mean, hey, as as Maddie always said, the gifts of the game they aren't monetary. They're mm -hmm. you know the, no. the trips we take in strange lands with even stranger people. Yep, that's fact. A lot of strange people in paintball. Dude, Maddie is such a good writer. Did any of you guys watch the Spick and Span show? Uh, can't say that I. The only wait, the only Spick and Span show episode that I watched was when Kyle Spick was talking shit about Lens. Okay, cool. So the only thing I was gonna say is he did this little like intro voiceover thing for them. It was, dude, his voice just makes everything better. Voice of paintball, Maddie Marshall. He's the Morgan Freeman of paintball. He really is, like. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I've now been able to talk with him a couple times at events. His normal voice, it's very similar to that voice, but it's not 
that narration voice if yeah. that makes sense like if you're just talking with him in a conversation it's a little bit higher pitched and then like something happens i've seen him do it where he just goes into that narration mode and you're like oh oh there's the voice like there it is yeah, I, yeah i'd imagine morgan freeman's the same way probably yeah dude yeah clear that throat a couple times Maddie marshall's a goat man Thanks he's be holding Maddie it marshall. down in the corner with a carnivore oh, no. with the hat <laughs> yep that was always yeah i don't know how he wore dude, a hat a underneath his that's a style that someone has to bring back dude, I nick, mean... i've seen nick laval do it like in like recently oh that is true i have seen nick laval do that yeah we're kind of coming to our end we're a little bit shorter this week but i know ak needs to get to bed because like we mentioned before he's got a little you know big boy job now isn't that right uh, you a jizzab a jizzab all right. Well, before we officially wrap it up, does I mean does anyone have anything else they wanted to bring up for tonight for the show, for episode four? I just want from to the say another, or I want to give a shout out to uh, Harry Fong. It's his birthday today. Uh, oh, it is. Birthday, oh, happy birthday, happy Terry! Birthday, Terry. Happy birthday, Terrence Fong. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse, mm-hmm. Terry. Put it. Don't slap the buzzer. <laughs> Don't. Slap. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, congratulations to AK on his new job. Um, that's all I got. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Very Congrats, proud of you. buddy. Oh, also, shout out to Hatch on his uh, fitness journey. Let's uh, go. Proud of you, bro. I'm coming. And boy. Yeah. All right. Anything that's, else from yeah, you, AK or Hatch? That was Evan's. Yeah. Like... Oh, man. Love you guys. Ahead, <laughs> Love you too, man. I'm grateful yeah. to have you guys in my life. Honestly. Me too. Are you talking to us or the Patriot or like the I'm talking podcast? To, I'm talking to you boys on the podcast. Oh, I appreciate you too, buddy. I appreciate you guys so appreciate much. You guys I didn't know so if great. you were like farming parasocial relationships. Yeah, well, or... No, no, no. <laughs> Legitimately, Ryan, I appreciate you so much. Um, you're a really cool person that I've gone grown to know over the past couple of years, and I'm a really huge fucking fan of your content. And um, I appreciate that, Evan. Buddy. You fucking. Uh, Loki been clapping me every fucking weekend for the past like year, so uh, clapping them you know, cheeks. I'm coming. I'm coming for that. I'm coming for that ass. Year. Uh, and AK, my teammate, uh, and one of my uh, bestest friends. He motivates me because sometimes when we're in the pits and shit's getting hard, and he hits me with the "I need you," and I'm like, "Oh, dude, fuck, he needs me." That's when I to kick it into that seventh gear. You know what I'm saying? And I just appreciate all you guys, and I'm blessed to have you guys in my life. Hey, man. Thanks, bro. Appreciate, Appreciate you. you, bro. Hell yeah. Grateful for the podcast. I can't follow that up, Ryan. <laughs> AK is like, I'm done. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> um, well, I guess all I've got is, you know, kind of the, the standard list of things I always remind you guys about. This podcast, if you are listening to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, has been delayed by a week. So if you want to catch it out right when it goes live, uh, join the Patreon. Um, That's where we put these out first. And then it's delayed just a few days or I think this one will be a little bit longer. But then, yeah, it comes out every Tuesday for the general public. Um, Like we mentioned earlier, go ahead, leave a review. The funniest one on Apple Podcasts will be winning a free new merch item. Um, We'll have more kind of details about that. But that's going to be during the month of September. So you got plenty of time to get that filled out. But right now, take a second. Go hit four stars, five stars, three stars, two stars, whatever you think the podcast deserves. Let us know. I mean, we would like that, but... let's be real you know if you got some constructive critiques i'll I'll listen to them 
we're a five star podcast, baby. I mean, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we are learning more and more by every single time. No, that is true. That is true. We're getting we're getting smoother and smoother. But there's always those. We got to work on our awkward pauses sometimes, bro. We're so bad about it. Has we're still recording yeah. the yeah. show. I, I was I was doing the outro. <laughs> like we were so I'm close. Saying. I'm just saying, something we got to work on. I mean, I cut all those out. What are you talking about? They don't know about them. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, merch info will be out soon. Um, Patreon, other info about that. The There will be a headband giveaway for the month of September. So getting excited about that. We actually have not one, but we have two pieces we're going to be giving away. And they're both Hormesis's. So, yeah. Uncle Alex himself hooked us up with a couple nice pieces. So you guys will have the opportunity to win those if you're a member of the Patreon any tier. (laughs) Uncle Alex. Uh, But yeah, so that's all the Patreon information. Um, YouTube, Mafia Productions. Go check that out and subscribe. Instagram, at Mafia Mafia. Um, All of these boys' information will be linked in the podcast as well if you want to go check them out. Um, but I think that's going to be it for us tonight. So this has been From the Sidelines, Episode 4 for Austin Kane, Stephen Hatch, Evan Fernandez. My name is Ryan Mafia Moffitt, and have a good rest of your night. Thank you. I love you guys. Later, boys.